Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl, Labora Lee. Ah! And today is a wonderful day because today is Wet and Wired Wednesday. Um, today is the day that we get into all of the taboo conversations. We talk about some things and we tap into our adulthood for once. Um, today I want to start off in a certain kind. I'm going to start off, I'm going to get us wired and then I'm going to bring us back to the wet. It's the reason being though. Um, I feel like that's the best way to deal with things. So before I get to any of that, check this out. Want last-minute brand design help? Get top-tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. Mm, and I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. All right. So listen, y'all, I have some things. I've been sitting and I've been thinking and I've been thinking and I've been thinking um, and there are a lot of things that we don't deal with as adults. And um, I think that we should start dealing with those things. So um, the first part of tonight, we're going to get into toxic relationships, toxic, toxic traits and toxic relationships. But we'll, you'll see. It'll all come together in a second. Right. Um, so the first thing that I wanted to discuss in order to understand why some of us have these toxic situations um, or why some of us are responsible for these toxic situations, it starts with your childhood. Um, y'all know, as y'all, well, some of y'all know, I am a big advocate for children. Like, in my opinion, um, when it boils down to kids, like they need our support. So um, I think when it, when we start with them, or when we start with our own childhoods, then we can learn how to be better parents. So um, it it all boils down to a lot of our toxic traits as adults stems around some of the, the toxic things that we dealt with in, in our childhood. Um, it stems from traumatic childhood experiences. So how do we recognize that we had a, tra we had a traumatic childhood? So I'm going to give you all a few things real quick. And then, you know, you can determine whether or not that was your childhood. I'm not here to tell you. I can only base it upon, you know, my base my, you know, I'll talk about my own life. I can't talk about other people's lives. I don't know what other people's lives have looked like but I know what mine's look like so let's talk about it um so I'm gonna go through this list really quick and then we're gonna move forward um because we need to get down to the nitty-gritty of this thing um so here are some childhood drama or trauma and what it looks like um for example so I'm gonna give you examples of this this thing so you had a parent deny or um, deny your reality or dismiss your emotions. That's one. Being screamed at often and scolded for making mistakes. That's two. Having a parent with unresolved trauma. That's three. Consistently being criticized or compared to someone else. That's four. Um, being told directly or indirectly you can't, you can't or shouldn't experience certain emotions. That's 
what I, what I, what are we on? Five, um, feeling invisible or neglected. Six, parents having high expectations. Seven, um, having to assume the role of an adult or a parent. That's eight, being humiliated. That's nine, having a parent who cannot regulate their own emotions. Ten, um, physical emotional verbal or sexual abuse 11 not being accepted for who you are 12 having a parent who prioritizes themselves over you um i think that's 12 or 13 12 or 13, somewhere in that thing um next having a parent who lacks boundaries um having a parent who is focused on appearance having a parent with mental or chronic illness, divorce, separation, death of a parent. And last but not least, frequent um, location, um, relocation, lack of consistency. These are some of the things that we experience that make our childhood traumatic and, and it's okay. But here's also I wanted to talk about how we can be better parents to our children so that they don't experience some of those things some things we can't really, you know, control, you know, because it's two parents in the situation, but we can work as individuals to be a better parent to our children. So here are the things we need to stop doing around our children or stop doing to our children, not around, but to our children, correcting them for how they feel, assigning motives um, to their behavior, lying to or tricking them in about, um, tricking them about their food, um, lying to them about how much things hurt. Assuming that they, they don't or can't understand. Joking around with them about their looks. Assuming that they are making things up. Assuming that they're not paying attention. Assuming we know what they're saying or how they feel. Um, how they feel better. Or how they feel better than they do. Assume that if they won't remember, oh, assume that they won't remember something, um, it won't hurt them. These are things that we can do to correct our, our actions as parents. Um, because again, it starts with your childhood. Like you, you become toxic and it's because of the things that happened to you prior to you becoming an, an adult. So you carry that on into your relationships. And we got to talk about some of the signs of a toxic ass relationship. Cause some of y'all don't even realize y'all have toxic traits. Now, um, I'm not going to really break down. I'm going to, I'm going to break down. I don't think I want to, I'm going to say this about toxic individuals in a relationship. And I'm going to leave it there, but I'm going to talk about the things that we do as the person receiving the toxic behavior in a relationship versus talking about um, you, you being the toxic one. So know this, that when you are in a toxic relationship, if you're in a relationship with a toxic person, they genuinely can love you. Don't ever get it twisted. They can love the, love you to pieces, but that does not mean that they will ever change. Um, because things like this happen. Um, let's see where I want to go with this. Let's, let's, all right. Instead of addressing the fact that they're being toxic, things like this happen, they get defensive. 
instead of taking responsibility, such as, no, I never said that. I said that and I didn't say um, I didn't, it didn't, I said that. And now that I know I never said that is being defensive. I said that and it didn't come out right is being taken responsibility. Are you kidding me? Um, you never do like, you never do the dishes. That's being defensive. I haven't done the dishes this week. Let's make a plan that works out for the both of us. That's taking responsibility. Um, it's not like you ever, want to have sex anywhere. Oh, Lord. I've been feeling upset that we haven't been intimate in a while. That's just taking responsibility. Um, Will, well, that's not exactly what happened. Yes, I know that was the situation um, you're talking about. Um, Can we talk about it a little bit more? That's taking responsibility but you know some people will never take responsibility so let's talk about what it is that makes us return to these situations though um which is like i've been in very 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 toxic relationships matter of fact i want to say 95 percent of the relationships that i've been in in my lifespan have been toxic relationships in some form or fashion but let's 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 um, get into it. Let's think about why we return to these toxic ass relationships. And I've returned to a few toxic ass relationships. Not wanting to lose the investment of the years that you've put in. A lot of us, like, well, we've been together for so long, I can't see myself with anybody else. I've said that a million times. Um, but you should never... Um, risk your happiness just for the sake of you don't want to be alone. Um, I think some of us have to learn to start being able to cope with being alone. It's all right to be in your own space. And that's cool. Um, And especially if that person doesn't want you in their space, you got to keep it moving. You can't stay in a spot just because it's comfortable. And I think that a lot of us do that. Let's talk about it. Um, Our empathy has us feeling responsible for their pain because they're going through something and we say, oh, well, they taking it out on us because they going through this. No, nobody should take nothing out on nobody because it's not your fault that they going through what they going through. You can be there to support and you can hold them down. But if they mistreating you because they going through something, then do they really love you? Um, next one, we are lonely (coughs) and fear that we will be forever. I felt like that at times, long time ago. I stayed in the situation because I'm like, yo, like, I thought I was going, like, I loved the person so much, but then again, I didn't want to be alone. I had to gradually get into the space of where I could be by myself. And I'm all right with it. Um, sorry, this I got the screen back here and I can't really see. We don't want to give up on a romanticized idea of a relationship. I'm going to tell you right now. I am a hopeless romantic. And yeah, this probably applied to me too. See, when it comes to this podcast, I don't just point out other people's stuff. I actually talk about the things that I've been through. Um we see the potential in the person versus the reality. That's true. We think that we look at them like, oh, this could be great. 
and they could be doing this or they could do that and it's not really what it is you feel me um and we gotta take responsibility for that like this is what we want not necessarily what it is um and we don't want to believe we can do better than the person that we chose oh my gosh that's a big one right there like oh that's a big one um so here are some tips for letting go um hold on let me see I might have a couple more on that agenda. Oh, okay. Here goes some more. Oh, who is in here and why? Uh, somebody is in here being just way disrespectful. And I'm going to say this right now. Because you're doing this, you'll never make it on my screen. And I'm about to block you. Um, That's not what we do over here. So, yeah. Prepare to be blocked. Yeah. Get out of here way disrespectful anyway thank you for leaving though i appreciate you anyway um yeah i don't even know what that was and i'll tell you what it was because we grown around here somebody up here masturbating on my screen i don't like it um anyway as time passes we forget how bad they made us feel now, and that's the one I know I didn't bring up. Um, I know I talked about loneliness. Some people just cannot be in a space where where they are all right by be, with being by themselves. Um, sometimes we think they're going to change. Some of us are people pleasers. Um, and some of us just get way too comfortable with their behavior. I'm not. I'm at this point in time in my life, though, I'm not comfortable with anybody's um, bullshit. So you can miss me with that. Um, so what else we got on here? So let's talk about letting go of a toxic ass relationship and how we can get in that space and be all right with it. Toxic relationships prevent spiritual growth. Um, so that's something to keep in mind when you're in that space. Um, toxic relationships foster fear and attachments and insecurities. For sure, they do. Toxic relationships keep us stuck living below the veil of consciousness, repeating um, general karma unknowingly. Um, that's true. Uh, toxic relationships cause us to live in a spirit of defensiveness and reactiveness. Toxic relationships control our thoughts and make us impossible make it make it impossible for us to think for ourselves. Letting go of a toxic relationship frees your mind to be able to detach from the fear and create peace in your lives. Ah man, that's deep. And I needed that. I needed that in 2022. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you you just can't sit in some shit, you know. Like sometimes you really, really gotta let some shit go. I told you gradually I'm going to move. Let me see what we had on time. I'm going to move from the, the, the wire to the wet. I want us to get wired and calm it down and get back to the wet. Um, you don't got to sit in that type of shit. I don't like nobody can force you or make you sit in that type of shit. Now, yeah, you might miss the person because you've gotten used to being with that person. But at the same time, you want a healthy relationship. You want to be in a space where you not feeling like you the only one in the relationship. I promise you. Everybody, I don't give a fuck who you are. Like nobody wants to be in a relationship by themselves. Um so ingredients for a healthy relationship. I told you we was gonna move in. We're gonna gradually move about. 
ingredients for a healthy relationship passion um that's the hierarchy you gotta both gotta be passionate about each other like once the passion is gone there's nothing left um it should be fun you should be patient you should have respect for one another you should have a forgiving heart you know i'm not saying forgive all the bullshit that they do don't you can't forgive a narcissist you just can't they're being narcissistic is very hard to like okay um you both should have compassion for each other at the same time have an individuality like that your spouse has to be who they are and you need to be who you are like y'all can't just be in the same space and like everything that each other likes all the time it just doesn't work like that it's some things that one person might like that the other person doesn't like and that's cool and everybody has to be okay with that shit but sometimes we get in these spaces where well you we don't have nothing in common no that's not true we might have some things in common we just don't have everything in common and that's okay um i don't know how somebody could want to be with somebody who likes everything that the other person likes all the time anyway trust you got to be able to trust the person that you rock with i like that's real honesty and vulnerability i gotta be able to be vulnerable around you i gotta be able to be weak have my moments of weakness and i gotta be able to be my most honest self with you i gotta be able to just tell you the truth and and you be okay with knowing my truth as long as my truth is not bringing harm to you i gotta be able to tell you my truth um personal responsibility take responsibility for your actions a lot of us can't do that a lot of us act like oh well i'm always right and nothing i do is wrong no motherfucker sometimes you do wrong shit excuse my language well we passed that time so i I can go off sometimes you are a wrong individual hold on and that's okay i don't know who this is but if don't say anything crazy because i don't want to have to read nobody for filth tonight let me see what we got here um hi sis i'm new here hey what up all right i'm gonna show you love welcome 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 um, we don't. If that was you doing that, um, let you know we don't do all that up in here. Um, you like my really? Yeah. So that was you. Nah, we don't do that right on here. So please don't. I'm gonna block you because that's not what we do. Um, this is a serious platform, and so we take our shit serious. We don't don't come up here disrespecting me because that was total disrespect. And I don't want to read you for filth. That's not the mood I'm in right now. I'm talking about some positive shit right now. Um, commonality. Um, love and communication these are things that build up for a great relationship if you don't have none of them then you ain't got shit and that's real um i don't know let me talk about this real quick because then i want to move into the wetness of this wednesday um now i know i talk about adult conversations and things of that nature that does not mean i'm here for you to be showing your penis to me during my live stream what that means is we are here to have adult conversations um obviously you're not an adult if you're doing that grow up i'm a 42 year old woman i'll be 43 in, in september i'm not here for the bullshit it doesn't i don't think it's cute nothing sexy about it it's not arousing you look stupid don't do that here you look dumb as shit you look like a little ass kid grow the fuck up anyway um let me keep it moving because people get on and we are gonna talk about some salacious shit real quick but that will never do 
You will never make it on the screen. I would never show that. I can see what you're doing before it comes up. I hear you when you come in the building. When you come into this live stream, I hear pop up. It gives me a noise. People, that's, that if they're watching, they hear it too. I see what's going on, obviously. My reaction was not one of, I thought it was cute or I thought it was sexy. I've seen a dick before. I've seen the pain. I'm a mother of a child. I've seen the painters. You've seen one, you've seen them all. I'm not thirsty. I'm not thirst trapping. I'm not worried about. I have a penis of my own. If I want to see a penis, that's the penis I'm going to look for. I'm not looking for um, a dude to come up here and show me his dick. I don't give a fuck about that, y'all. I don't like, I don't. That's annoying. That's dumb and it's annoying. Grow the fuck up. And you probably one of the people I'm talking about right now on the toxic tip. To be honest, <laughs> you are probably one of those people who are toxic. And that's why you do dumbass shit like that. I want to see a penis. I know where to go get a penis from. I know what, where to look for the penis. I'm not, I'm not interested in all that. Keep it to yourself. Now, I'm going to take a brief break because people making me come out of character and I don't want to, but they just... just Keep pulling me. I need a water break. I'll be right back. I'm back. Let me say this. I've been sitting on the same penis for years now. I don't need to see a little wee-wee, bruh. Keep that to yourself. I'm good. I'm, I'm all right with the one I got. He got, he got a nice one, and I like sitting on it. Anyway, um, amongst other things. And since we're getting on that subject matter, let's go there. Um, Anyway, so... Let's move past the toxic behavior. Even that toxic ass bullshit we just saw. Well, I just saw. Y'all didn't see it. I would never disrespect y'all like that. But what I just, we're going to move past that. Keep, do not come on here. Don't hit the link and show me your penis. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to see your dick. I'm good. I want the dick that I got. <clears throat> Who I'm, the, the, the penis that belongs to me. That's the penis I want. I don't want your penis i want his penis his penis is great i'm good i'll pass thanks um anyway so i wanted to talk about this and i didn't get to talk about this um the last time we had with some uh, i got a list of shit that we're going to talk about tonight i just wanted to get past the toxicity and obviously it jumped in here and don't come in my comments with no bullshit either matter of fact yeah i see you i see you you laughing but i ain't laughing i should dumb you look dumb Anyway, um, I'm not even going to pull your comment up. Let's get to benefits of masturbation. And we want to talk about it. But um, again, we talk about adult shit over here, but that doesn't mean you get to be immature and retarded. You don't get to do that here. So keep it moving. If, if that's what you're into, I'm not into it. It don't make me laugh. It ain't cute. Again, grow the fuck up. But seven benefits of adding masturbation to your sex life. 
Um, now I'm a firm believer in that. Like you don't just sit there and remain. And now you're blocked because now you come in here playing. But I got you. I'm gonna ban you from my studio. Thanks. Um. <laughs> okay, cause I that was dumb. That was real dumb. Anyway, um. So <laughs> now you can't do none of that. Anyway, and I knew it was you, cause you're gone now. I see. I see, I can see what you're doing. Anyway, so let's keep it moving. People interrupting my show with their nonsense. Um. So one is you get a higher chance of having an orgasm um orgasms um uh, orgasm is not everything but if you never experience one um or you are you for sure want to have an orgasm learning how to do so for yourself is a great way to guarantee that it ends the way you like you'd like it to mm-hmm. sometimes um partners Sometimes partner sex takes work and that's okay. But knowing how to relieve yourself will guarantee you don't have to wait your entire life to experience an orgasm, especially for the first time or when a partner is not available. I'm I'm telling you, like, it's nothing wrong with masturbation. I know sometimes, and I've talked about this before on the show, um, and I'm going to continue to talk about it because I'm an advocate for that. Like, it's okay to pleasure yourself. You know, at one point in time when we were younger, we were made to feel like, oh, you're wrong and that's dirty and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. Well, the reason being is because they didn't want us to be, I guess, too grown before our time, right? But they never realized that when we got older, it was things we weren't going to know. Well, I guess they didn't care either because we were, you know, young and they was just like, the fuck y'all need to be doing that shit for But then you get older and you know nothing. I've heard women say all the time, I've never had an orgasm or I've never reached my climax. Um, men always get their nut off, but boys will be boys and they're gonna, they're going to. Like, it's, <laughs> it's nothing you could do to stop a boy from beating his meat. You feel me? But for girls, you know, we've been made to feel ashamed of that. Just like at one point in time, I remember we were made um, made to feel ashamed of, of giving fellatio, sucking dick, giving head. And it's just like, huh, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Like, I'm just saying. So, um, also, versatility from trying new things. Masturbation can be incorporated into your sex life in various ways. People are always wondering how they can spice up their sex life. And masturbation offers options for um, sex toys, solo, um, BDSM, um Adding a partner is a great and, and a great way to learn multiple orgasms, experience more types of orgasms, and so much more. Listen, I'm gonna tell you when it comes to now, this is the weird part. I my issue with masturbation, well, see it's different. Um, but let's get into this and we'll let's keep it rolling and then I'll explain to you my mental situation or um you know masturbation but it helps brings you it helps bring you closer to your partner right 
um, multiple uh, mutual masturbation is not just centered around porn. It can be a great intimate way to get to know your partner and give them access to better to get to know you better. Um, giving them a toy or access to plan with you as a sensual element, which is true, um, of being watched while also learning. Though it can come be can be embarrassing at first. Um, masturbating on somebody or watching someone masturbate creates trust and opens the door for safe, vulnerable, um, vulnerable vulnerability. I couldn't even get that out. This this fuck face made me got me worked up. As well as some things can be learned better when you just show someone how you like it done. It's a cricket in here. <laughs> Not to mention it's very sexy and a nice um, way to spice things up. Now, I'll say this. Um, before my current relationship, uh, the idea of masturbating in front of my partner, um, the idea of, like, you know what I mean, somebody watching me masturbate, it was it scared the shit out of me. I'm not even going to lie to you. It scared the living shit out of me because it was just like, at first, it was something that I, I did by myself. I never had anybody there to like be in the room and watch me do what it is that I do. <laughs> so then when I got in this situation and then, you know, he started, you know, he, he started breaking me out of like my little bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I was nervous. Like that shit just made me so fucking nervous. Just the idea of doing that in front of him. And I'm a pretty freaking girl. But just the idea of somebody watching me do that to myself, it made me fucking crazy. It made me insane for a second. Um, I think now I'm probably a little bit... I can get used to it. Well, I'm a little... I'll say I'm a little bit more used to it now. But uh, you got to work your way to that type of situation. It's not easy to just let down your wall and be like, sure, I'm a masturbate in front of you. Like, it's not that easy. Also, when it comes to, but we'll get to that in a second because this is something else that, that is, um, also comes along with the territory. Um, release frustration and tension. Whether it comes from a stressful day at work or maybe even perfect, um, perfecting sex with a partner, being able to relieve yourself helps. Orgasms naturally release positive endorphins into the body as well as helps you keep your stamina up when done properly. Um, this is there's no need to fake an orgasm when you and your partner could just add masturbation. Sometimes sex partners, um, or partners sometimes partner sex doesn't end up the way we hope, but it's better to relieve yourselves via masturbation to um so that you don't have to fake or lie the um that way you aren't working against yourselves yeah because i think last week we talked about you know people for faking orgasms and that was that was intense i told y'all like i asked the question i never asked him did he fake with me but i did ask the question and and it made me nervous to answer after i got the, and he was honest but it made me nervous after i got the answer and i'm like dude why do I keep asking this question of my spouses? Because when they tell me the truth, it's going to make me wonder whether or not um, 
they are faking when it comes to situations with them, me and them. So, um, yeah. But I guess maybe if you masturbate together, then nobody has to fake it. Like, and, and it does give you the visual and you do get to see how that person likes to be touched and, you know, the things that they want. But yeah. Um, it helps you learn how your body works. Now that I agree with. Medically, you can find out um how bodies work, but still, uh, I gotta make sure this dude. I think I blocked him, but I got, I'm trying to make sure he's not in here. Medically, we can find out how bodies work, but still, each person is different. Exploring yourself helps you to get specific with your likes, dislikes, and helps you figure out what things are actually um what things actually give you more pleasure the more that you understand yourself and accept yourself the better and easier um it will be to explain to someone else as well as make it easier to accomplish over time uh you should know how you work um like muscle memory um, so yeah, that's that. Like, it's good to know these things. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't have it start having great. Like, I started. Unfortunately, I started having sex after something traumatic happened to me. But um, like, I really started having sex after that. And then um, for a while, I was scared to touch myself. Like, so you know, what I mean, I didn't start having amazing sex in, until I started touching myself. A great way to extend sex and make it last longer incorporating toys and masturbating can help you know this is true can help extend foreplay before sex starts as well as on the back end can help keep the mood going if one partner needs a break before going for another round um if a partner ejaculates before the other adding toys into, until the partner is ready for a, a round two helps not dampen the mood pull out your vibrator ladies and pleasure um and let him pleasure you and fellas pleasure her um while you get ready for round two you know it's things that we don't really really take into consideration and then you know i've heard females go out and he and he couldn't even last and this then the third or you know he was tired he didn't have enough stamina and da 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 and um yeah it didn't work out too well for him so um a great way to learn and test out new things maybe there's something that you are interested in but don't feel ready to try with a partner trying um a version of that on yourself first and testing things out on yourself first can help you find out more for example maybe you or your partner want to try a threesome introducing toys during sex can act as extra simulation to test out if you may like the situation. I'm going to talk about threesomes too. Maybe you're considering anal sex but not comfortable yet. Well, masturbation offers options to test this out in a smaller capacity controlled by you. I'm going to talk about that too because, yeah, I want to talk about that. So first, um, you know, for some of us, um, the whole threesome experience is, is, is an experience and you have to be prepared for it. Um, you have boundaries that you have to set 
And I think everybody included in the situation has to abide by those boundaries. Sometimes, and I've been in situations, and I'm not going to lie to you, I would never lie to you. I've been in situations um, where I've had a threesome or two. Um, but in those situations, my boundaries were set. This is this is how I'm, I'm going to be comfortable with it. And they listened. Then in another situations, I set those boundaries and people didn't pay attention to the boundaries I set. And it didn't make me feel that that feel that comfortable. And then it wasn't really a threesome. It was more like, um, I don't know. I don't consider it a, th- a threesome if I'm not doing, I'm not interacting in the situation. So it turns into that. And so it's just like, you got to have boundaries when it comes to that. So I think that, you know, you can learn a lot about a person before you get into, you know, a situation where you are having a threesome. Um, But that's just how my thought process is. Secondly, um, what was the other thing that was on my mind? Hold on, let me make sure because I had I had it in my head, but I, I wanted to get to that. Th- oh, the anal thing. We talked about anal pleasure. When it comes to um, anal pleasure, fellas, it's not a vagina. It's a bite. And because of that, you can't deal with the butt the same way you would deal with the vagina. You can't. Um, it is just not shaped the same. Um the elasticity is different. It's just different. So you got to like baby step your way into that type of shit. And so, yeah, maybe masturbation is a better way to get into it. So you can see what it is that she like, how she feels comfortable moving forward into that situation. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just offering some, some, some tips and advice on the anal department. Cause some of us, um, some of us, we just, you know, well, not some of us, but some fathers get in that situation because they get so excited about it. Like, oh my God, she's going to let me, she, she gonna give me some anal. And they get so excited about it, right? And they forget it's not the vagina. Sorry. A little stuffy allergies. Um, but they forget that it's not the vagina. And so they get extremely happy and then they start trying to treat, treat it like, it's um a vagina and um it's not a vagina it's different it's way different and once you get out of there if you don't go back in there for a long long time guess what it closes back up it doesn't stay open like you think it does i mean like the the outer area might look like it's open but when the inside closes back the fuck up it's like right back so it's a different experience so you gotta take your time with that so maybe masturbation is a good way to to see where you can go with that um but we're gonna keep moving on i got a couple of other things to talk about (laughs) um so uh, i got a question for y'all and i want y'all to come back later on like drop your comments let me know how you feel about it i'm gonna read them anyway and then we'll come back next wednesday and we'll talk about it but what are your boundaries for for a threesome um what are the rules what are your boundaries i have a few rules and when i come back and talk about that next week i would definitely let y'all in on some of those boundaries um because it is now I like this one. This is a good one. 
Um, so I really wanted to dive into this reasons you should have, make a, bu- a sexual bucket list. <laughs> the reasons. Um, hold on, let me make sure I'm on the. Okay, so. Um, your bucket list. It could have all kinds of things on there, like try a new position, keep the lights on, or turn them off if you don't. If you know what I mean, like. Uh, try light bondage, share fantasies, talk dirty, swallow. Uh, again, ain't no play. Watch others, um, watch each other masturbate, exchange massages, play dress up. It's a lot of things that you can have on your bucket list, right? But the whole thing is, why should you have that that bucket list? Well, it gives you an opportunity to admit to things that interest you, admit to sexual desires, um, to yourself as well as your partner. Um, I don't say partners because I don't. I only have one partner. Um, is a great, <laughs> a great step toward. But you know, some some people believe in polyamorous relationships. So your partners, if that's what you believe, if you rock with. But um, it's a great step towards healing your own sexual shame, increasing our um, sexual liberation and guidance. And when you accept your own desires, you it gives you the availability to unlock a different level of freedom that can directly impact the intensity and pleasure of the orgasm yes yes i might i might gotta make me a bucket list i don't know i haven't made one yet but i think it's a good idea safe way for couples to spice things up in a more unconventional way i believe that too i do i do um you know what i mean um, an opportunity to invest more in your sexual education. Like you learn more about each other, if you, yourself and others when you create that bucket list. So I think that um, I think that we should do some homework. And what I think this homework should be is we all should create a sexual bucket list. Um, if you feel comfortable with coming and sharing some of the things on your bucket list, please do. Absolutely. Um, I think I'm going to create one. um, And by the time we come back next week, I will be sharing some of those things on my bucket list. I'm not ashamed. Um, This is why we had these conversations, because I'm not ashamed. Again, if the gentleman hadn't been acting immature, then maybe he could have sat down and had some conversation with us. Um, uh, So next week, we'll be talking about, you know different tips for self-pleasure and um, pleasure with your partner and um, things of that nature. Um, I spent a lot of time arguing, I mean, fussing at dude. Well, (laughs) spent a lot of time fussing at him, so I couldn't get into everything this evening. But I think that, yeah, I'm going to, I am going to, as my own homework assignment, because I'm not going to ask y'all to do nothing that I'm not willing. I'll take my own advice on this show. So, What I'm going to do is I'm going to create my own bucket list. I'm going to create it, but before I share it with y'all, I'm going to share it with my partner because I feel like he should have it before any of you motherfuckers have it. I'm going to share it with him first. And then I'll come back on next Wednesday and give you some, not all of them, but some of the items that are on my bucket list. I think that will be an interesting way to get to know myself a little bit better. I'm thinking, I mean, I feel like he knows me. 
but maybe he'll have a chance and an opportunity to get to know me a little bit better too. And, you know, maybe he'll feel open to let me know some of the things he wants to put on the bucket list too. And then we could try it. I mean, not that we don't really try the things that, because we try the stuff that we like, but anyway, so that's that. Um, but yeah, so that's the homework assignment. We all should create bucket lists and talk about it and um, have a discussion about it. I think that's an interesting way to go. Um, whomever comes on here, know that when you come on here, don't be coming on here beating your dick, playing with your dick. I don't want to see that. I, it's a penis that I want to look at, and it's not yours. Um, it's not here right now because I'm shooting a show. But <laughs> if I want to look at a penis, I'll call him. I don't want to look at your penis. I want you to come here and have a real adult conversation that's what i want that's what i need anything else you're getting blocked um i can't do it and i knew it was him to do that um dropped the comments in here because the stuff that he was saying like uh i like your reaction my reaction was get the fuck out of here that was my re reaction it wasn't a one that ooh, you look good i like it no that wasn't the reaction um at the end of the day i think that we all deserve love and i didn't get to talk about half of the shit i wanted to talk about today but it's all good we got plenty of time and space and opportunity to discuss these things but dude next time you come in here come respectful oh no we are gonna discuss this before i get to showing some love now i want y'all to hear this real quick real quick and i'm gonna break some things down for you fellas after we listen to this because it's very important for y'all to understand some things because I feel like a lot of gents be having a lot to say about women not being a woman not having any clue to what a woman's lifestyle is like so first I'm gonna start with this I'm gonna let y'all hear this and then um we're gonna discuss it real quick so hold on wait 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 let me turn my bluetooth off and this gentleman we gonna listen to is Nick Cannon so I'm not going to spend too much time listening to this. I'm going to tell you what was said, though. Basically, what he said was 80% of women need help with their feminine hygiene. So I'm going to start with a couple of things so that, so we can put him on so he'll have some knowledge. Because um, the news about you, sir, lately ain't been... We haven't really been on the up and up, but I ain't going to put that out there. Um, One is, naturally, the vagina has a, a scent. You feel me? If it has no scent, I don't know what is going on. Um... Now, that doesn't mean it's got to be funky. No, nah, that's not what I'm saying. But most vaginas have a scent. It has an odor. Secondly, if it is funky, it's one, she dirty. That might be it. Two, if you fucking around with other people, you mixing pH balances. You know that, right? You're mixing vagina juice. I'm going to just keep it a buck. You're mixing vagina juice. And when you mix vagina juice, you're taking her energy and you're mixing it with the next chick's energy and it's coming together. So whatever her, her vagina smell like, it could be your fault that it smell like that. And we all know Minnie Cannon got a, um, you know, a track record of dabbling with different ladies at one time. So this is why a lot of his kids are the same age. 
but yeah, you mix vagina juice, it they have smells. Her pH balance doesn't match my pH balance. Stop sticking your penis in. And I, I, it was another thing that I wanted to show y'all too. I, I want y'all to hear this so bad. Hold on, we good on time. Let me just, it's a very valid point. Vagina juices is different. You can't mix them together. Hold on, I'm trying to find this one clip. But when you mix, when you jump out of one vagina into another vagina and then you run and you jump in a whole nother vagina, sorry, bro, it's going to make the vagina smell. It's just what it is. Vagina juices are not meant to be mixed with each other. Um, and then expect, here we go. Listen to this real quick. Brandon goes back into Ashley and this is what Ashley looks like all over again. I'm glad I'm not showing This happens y'all. for months because Brandon never told Ashley about Erica. Poor Ashley keeps one to the doctor. And this is what her cultures always look like. The doctors simply tell her that she has chronic BV, so now Ashley thinks she has a huge issue down there when the real issue is Brandon. I wanted y'all to hear that real quick. So, no, you can't keep mixing vagina juice and then expect her vagina to smell like roses. You can't. It's just not possible. Now, I'm going to get into this real quick, and I'm going to just in case, just in case, it's her fault that her vagina stinks. It's some tips that we, and I'm I'm taking these tips a lot, and I never put nothing on here that I'm not willing to listen to myself. So these are tips to keep your vagina healthy, ladies. So people like Nick Cannon, little ho-ass, can't be talking about how your vagina smells. So the first thing is, do not dush. I know that for a long time we were told that that was a method that we should incorporate. No, we shouldn't. It's not good for your health. Um, drink a lot of water, use organic pads or tampons, do kegels, always urinate after sex, wipe from front to back to make sure that the anal bacteria don't go in your vajayjay, wear cotton underwear, change daily, change out of wet clothes right away, wear loose clothing, cleanse your vulva with, um, with a plant-based vagina wash which I, I I like honey pot it's pretty good and don't wear underwear to bed let your vagina breathe you do these things and it'll help you have a, a healthier or happier vagina I gotta show some love real quick and then I got some announcements I want to drop really quick because some changes some changes oh, let me put my water down some change is coming in the near future so let me show love to my top five countries because they love me the most and I love them. The um, Well, I don't love them the most. I just love them. I love everybody on my list, but let's go. The United States. Um, you know, I love my country. France. Hi, France. Germany, India, and the UK. These are the countries that listen to me the most and I appreciate you guys. I do, I do, I do. Um, Brazil, the Netherlands, Singapore. I'm going fast because I got to get through this list so I can give you all some of the um, information y'all need. Spain, Philippines, Belgium, Australia, Japan, Mexico, Ireland, Nepal. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I think I got it. Nepal, Mauritius, Israel, Canada. Okay, yeah, I got it. And Hong Kong. Also, Russia... Sorry, y'all. Russia, Switzerland, and Turkey. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. And, oh, man, I'm going to keep going as long as y'all want me to. It is what it is. 
I might not get monetized on Facebook because I do talk about some scantily clad things on Wednesdays, but it is what it is. Um, top cities, Columbus, Ohio, San Juan, California. I mean, San Jose. I said San Juan, which is it's San Juan, but it's in Manila on this list as well. But So shout out to them. But San Jose, California, because they've been my day ones. Baltimore, Maryland, my city. Um, France, I love you, but I can't butcher the name of this city. Spring Valley, Nevada. I love you, Nevada. Frankfurt. Hi, Germany. Washington, Virginia. Um, Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, North Las Vegas, Nevada. Norton Shores, Michigan. Chicago, Illinois. Hi, Sha. Um, Boardman, Oregon. Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to the ATL. Las Vegas, Nevada. Not North, because we already said them. It's different parts. Um, but the other part. Uh, we love you. Hey. Owens Mills, Maryland. Pikesville, Maryland. Boulder City, Nevada. Um, no, Andy, I won't butcher the name of the city, but I love you. Um, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, hi, Philly. And Randallstown, Maryland, Singapore, Singapore, and I'm going to stop. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a couple of other cities. Uh, Houston, Dallas, um, Cincinnati, um, mm, San Francisco, uh, Detroit, Michigan. All of Michigan. Yeah, shout out to them. I love you guys. I just had to get that off my, get that off my back real quick because uh, I don't want to miss anybody. Now, hold on, y'all. I have, it's a few things that's about to happen. Um, so I had to, I have to make this make sense for me and I'm going to hurry up. So there will be some changes coming at the August 11th. Um, yes, I will still be doing the podcast on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, but they won't be as long. Um, also it's going to be in order to get more of the podcast because we're going to add extra days onto the podcast you have to get a subscription or a membership um because it has to make sense for everybody involved um included in the subscription and membership and i'll give you all the details about that will be um the interviews after august 11th will no longer be live um that you will have to subscribe to 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 get those interviews i will start doing music reviews after august 11th but you will have to be a um, subscriber to get access to that we will be adding two extra um podcasts per month and those particular ones specifically will be commercial free um we will be doing the lives but they will no longer be an hour long so that'll be that um what else is happening we will also be incorporating the ask me anything that is exclusive to members so that way i can avoid bullshit like what happened tonight um we will also be opening a private facebook group so we can have a all have a discussion together um but you will have to be a member again in order to gain access we will be i'm have you know exclusive newsletters that will be sent out to our members and um subscribers um they will have members and subscribers will have exclusive information about giveaways and pop-up shops and contests will be having going on and um for a certain branch of membership you will have a subscription to the magazine free of charge you will not be charged for that um because yes the magazine is coming um and you will get vip access to any events that we have planned in the future um exclusive hangout sessions we will live chat and video chat as well uh oh my gosh there's so much going on 
um, you have access to panels where you can come in and chime in and give your tea and maybe even, you know, make it on the podcast outside of the membership. Um, so I will give you more information about that later. Um, I just wanted you guys to know what's happening because change is going to come. Um, people won't just be able to roll up on me like that anymore because it's, you know, we're grownups over here. So that's what's, what's what. Um, I got some things I got to say before we are here. Yes, some things that need to be said. If you would like to be a guest on the show or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you are interested in advertising on the show as well, hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Same email address ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. That's how we getting it right now for the 2023. We getting up to that because it's coming. Um, we are streaming on all platforms all streaming platforms so you can go over there and listen to that even with that that'll switch up a little bit too you will get some podcasts but not all of them um everything we talk if we're talking about news everything we talk about on this podcast is alleged um what else what else we got going on yes we got some things going on um remember if i play any music i have permission to play it at the august 11th though no more interviews for free boo boo um you have to become a member to get those. Well, you'll get clips still. You just won't get the full interview. Um, so I think that's fair. If you come through, be respectful. Know that I will cuss your ass out and read you for filth. But join the conversation. Drop a comment. Even if you jump into the podcast, if you jump in here, don't come in here showing me your penis. I don't want to see it. I'm good. Um, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We just talked about subscriptions and how important they are right right about now because things are changing. And, uh, you know, check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Now, on Friday, make sure you are here in the building because one of our few, um, one of the last, one of, because we have another one planned too, the last interviews that you guys will get to see the full interview live is happening on Friday, July the 29th, 2022 at 9.30. Be here. Tune in. We are interviewing a gentleman by the name of Hotap. We have played his video. I think, do I want to leave this podcast with his video? I might. We're going to see. But anyway, um, yeah, he'll be in the building on Friday. If I don't play it tonight, we will definitely... um play it before he comes in the room on um on um friday because it's a dope little vi- i like the video i'm like i like it i like the song i like the video i like the vibe so he'll be here on friday we will be discussing with him what he has going on so tune in that's what i'm gonna say about that now i gotta get to the shit that i really say at the end of the night what i'm gonna say is this mind your fucking business everybody's business is not your business um, Nick Cannon, make sure you get your facts straight before you run your mouth, bruh. Um, and that leads me to think that everybody you fucking got stinky pussy, but whatever. Um, but anyway, mind your business. Come here on Mondays. I'll tell you other people's business, sometimes on Wednesdays, depending on what the person said and how I feel about it. Um, but 
mind your business is the safest way to be these days. Just stay safe and mind your business. Come here, I'll tell you other people's business. Um, love on your children. Hug on them. Encourage them. Tell them how great they are and do not put them down. Let's, let's change the narrative. Let's change how we do things and, and lift them up versus turning them into toxic ass adults. Um, I'm going to work on my end because I want my baby to be the greatest she can ever be. So that's that. Um, encouragement, not making them feel low. That's what we need to do. And last but not least, stay in your fucking lane. Your lane is over there. My lane is over here. You jump in my lane. That's what you get. That's what you're going to get. And you don't want that. You want that. So anyway, stay in your lane. You know what happens when you cross over into people's lanes? A lot of times it causes a collision and we don't need that. We need people to be safe and out here chilling and that's what it is. So stay in your lane. All right. And with that being said, I love you guys. Thanks to those who tuned in and took the show serious. Um, we appreciate you to that fuckhead who came in my um fucking shit, my show tonight and just tried to distract me with all his penis bullshit that he was trying to show me. Like, dude, you, that's not the first penis I've seen. I have a child for goodness sakes. I've seen a penis before. Grow up, y'all. Like, what is that? What are you, 12? Anyway, with that being said, good night. I love you guys. Be safe out here. And don't let nobody fuck up your mood like he fucked up my new, my mood tonight. I love y'all. We'll talk some more on Friday. Good night.